started. <laughs> <laughs> We're here, dude. Thanks again. I'm good. Thank you. I'll, I'll Thank keel you. over and die. Oh, I know. These are awful. No, nah, I'd probably be fine, but I'll just start like salivating. They make me like, they make me like, um, feels like when I would like steal cigars when I was little, you have too much nicotine. My oh, stomach gets all fucking crampy. I projectile and vomited the other day. I got the sixes. <laughs> oh. And I've, I've been doing these threes. I forgot and just, I'd taken vitamins and I was like, sort of like, yeah. Compulsively putting them on, and then just out of the blue, just suddenly like, <laughs> spray of yeah. vitamins. It's like it. a kid in the woods when you and your friend do dip, and like they swallow the spit, and they're like, Bleh! so fucked up, man. Kind of tight though. Yeah, it felt weird. It's go, what time good. was this? Was this like the middle of the day? It was right before I do this live thing with my Patreon. <laughs> So I had to be like, excuse me, and I had to go and just fucking projectile vomit, and then just wipe my face off like some heroin junkie, oh. you know, and then just start the show. You're like, thank you for our sponsors. <laughs> yeah, thank you to Zen. I'm gonna. I'm trying to get addicted to nicotine. I. I Don't. I take them, but I, it's just like I get like a spicy throat, and I, my stomach starts like I get like hiccups and That's shit. Poison. Oh, well. I mean, that's your body True. reacting to poison. <laughs> True. Trying to get into arsenic, you know? But <laughs> just say, well, like, I, everyone does them. I'm like, yeah, I want them, dude. I want to take them and then like write like a Hemingway-esque novel. Oh, yeah. That, that's definitely what they do. Oh, my God. My writing skills. 50% better on True. Zen. It's amazing. Well, dude, thanks for doing this for real. I appreciate it, man. Anytime. Oh, it's fun, man. So excited to hang out with you. Thanks for coming down. I'm uh, my new thing now is a take charge attitude. I'm a take charge can do attitude. So fuck yeah, uh, we're starting this thing up right now. We got your zins in. I got my fucking matcha. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. Well, dude. So I always I don't know how to start. I always feel weird starting these out, but like I know you. I know your stuff. I like I like saw the Midnight Gospel. I, I had to watch last the last couple of nights. I started watching that. Very fucking sick. Thanks, man. So how like not to be too formal or weird, but like how did you? What was like your early experiences like? Like what got you into all this stuff? And, well, I just I don't know if your like trajectory or anything. Like, I don't know like how you into, came to be into the midnight gospel or into what life in general. Oh, dude. starting a childhood. <laughs> my, I'm, I'm thinking about that because your mom was a therapist. I don't, and she I, got banged by my dad. There we go. Impatient or no? What was pa he a was patient? He, was he a patient or was he a patient of hers? Was no, he this an is before she became a therapist. Really? Yeah. So no, but he was a patient. She she was visiting him. She was doing like service work, and so he was a patient at the Brunswick. It, it closed down, but it was a, a what they call like mental asylums. You know, I don't think they call them that anymore. But he yeah. was at a mental asylum. She was doing like service work. She'd bring them food or little toys and stuff because like they like to play with toys sure. and um, like so she brought him. As you know, she loved telling the story. She brought him this like a rat, like a baby rattle. You'd be surprised how many people in mental asylums just fucking love baby rattles. That's me. Sorry. It's all good. Um, hold on one second. Is this? Are you fucking with me? Is this a real story? Yeah. Ah, uh, shit. Okay, hold on. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I don't know how to turn this off. It measures my blood sugar. Hey, it's all good. Blood sugar um, is important. So, uh, yeah, it, they love rattles and stuff. Um, Various toys, bells, and all that pacifiers. But he loved this fucking rattle, and he lost it. But she bought an extra rattle. Yeah. So she gave him that. He was so happy, so exuberant. The way she put it is, like, he, she just saw through the madness, the history of crime and stuff that people like that go through. And they made love. What? In, in the asylum. She gets fired. You can't hump 
<laughs> in a mental For asylum, sure, yeah. right? He gets out um, because of some kind of like loophole. And yeah. then, you know, she's they get married. What? And, yeah. And that was just. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's Are you fucking with me? The, yes. That is not a true story. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I do that stuff. I knew you were fucking with me, but then I didn't want to be like, yeah, right. You're I'm lying. sorry. You did a good job pretending you believe me. I half believed you. <laughs> <laughs> there was ha- I'm a very gullible person. Um, yeah, man. I just, I don't know. Like, I don't know that exactly. <laughs> I am too. I we, can... don't, we don't have to start preconception. I, I don't know i you know do you ever you know that thing where you try to figure out why you are where you're at yeah and then you, you can't you can't and yeah. none of it really makes sense like in the same way like you wake up from a dream one second you're like in a cave there was a, a tiger stalking outside the cave the next mm-hmm. second you're in a bar yeah. with an ex-girlfriend but in the, how it all yeah in true. the dream I, you don't think like what the fuck there was just a tiger yeah you know, it's similar. It feels the same way in waking I know what life. You're talking about. I had a, I had a very embarrassing dream last night. Yeah, it, it wasn't anything like terrible. Like it was just I've been the thing I think about a lot is how I used to always pride myself. For a while, I got deluded to the point where I was like, I don't like care about stuff other people care about. Oh, other yeah. people care about that shit, but not me. Yeah. I'm not. I don't. You know, it's like you're doing it in your head. Like I'm not one of those people who like compare myself to other people. <laughs> I'm way above it. And I've been, like, paying attention to that because I was reading this book on, like, Jungian stuff about how your brain sends you basically images from the external world to try to, like, explain your internal world to you through the images. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I was kind of pumped on that. I had a dream last night. This is the state mm-hmm. I'm, my, the reality of my life. I had a dream last night. I'm in a car and someone's like, yo, it's Obama. And I'm like, I don't even care. And he went to go talk and he went to fall and I, he, like, slipped and I went to catch him. And then, like, my bicep was bulging and I was like... Got you, bro. No big deal. And I turned to everyone like, did you see my bicep right there? Ah! Then I woke up and I'm like, God damn it, dude. Oh, fuck. I care just like everybody you else. Do. <laughs> I know. It oh was such God. a pathetic dream. Like, yo, did you guys see my bicep? Dude. And it is funny how your brain just sends you messages where you're like, yeah, I'm above that shit. Oh my God. Your brain, not- it's so for the little cries for help. <laughs> yeah. You know, like just sad, pathetic neurological attempts to like get you back to where you are. But yeah. it's it's amazing, really. Yeah, yeah, dude. I know it's just the the whole situation here is just ridiculous. I mean, we're like having to we're thwarted constantly with this self, this thing that we I have to keep feeding and bathing. And well, what's the problem? You can't deny it. I try to deny it all the time. I try to do a thing. I didn't watch porn for like I made it. Try to make it for a year. I nice, like, good job. I made it for nine months, but it was pretty good. But then you just start thinking about it constantly. You're like, well, I might as well be watching. I'm thinking about it a little. And it's, it's just this, like, vicious loop. I can never. That's it. Yeah, you just, you you know, you, you, you haven't really quit anything if you're constantly thinking about it. You've just internalized the addiction, and you're getting off on the, the echo that's binging around in your head. It's like, you know, health. You, you know when you're not thinking about how you feel? Yeah. You're healthy. You know, that means you're, you know, health. Usually it's just like a lack of symptoms to the point where you're just taking that current state for granted. True. So like when you really kick something, you don't even think about it. It's just gone. When you're, The relationship is truly over when you're not thinking about the person yeah. anymore. It's, it's yeah, the, the quality of the mind that like engulfs external reality mm-hmm. and then echoes it, simulates it, resurrects it, kills it non-stop that is very frustrating for sure yeah it sucks man you know especially when you think you're above it all 
and you have the dream, dude, where you're gripping Obama, and you're like, just so you know, I'm not impressed by you at all. Everyone, did you just see what I just did? <laughs> above it all. I want to be above it all. I want to breach like a fucking whale right out of the default reality and look down on all these worldlings and roll my fucking whale eyes, you know, <laughs> and then just go back down. Like, I guess I'll be with you worldlings for a little bit longer. Yeah. But it's just you can't. The problem is if 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 everything you see is – an approximation, a neurological approximation made by your mind, and then you can't be above anything because everything you're seeing is your mind. So how the fuck do you get above that? Fuck. You, exactly. <laughs> you it's you. You're fucking ju- – you're seeing – it's like on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I, the, my big Twitter epiphany uh, is I'm like scrolling through my timeline. I'm just like, God damn, man. Fucking Twitter sucks. This shit is bull. Everyone's so fucking negative. And then I remember I followed every one of these people. Like I decided to tune yeah. into their realities. They're not burdening me with whatever the fuck it is they're bitching about. I invited them in. This is all my fault. I did. This is it's your universe. It's a creation of yours. Yeah. Yeah. You, the whole timeline, the you, absurd stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's that's the weird thing online right now where it's like. I love you. Just fun to send reels and stuff to each other. Like, look at this fucking cringy loser, and you send it to your friend. He's like, "Yeah, he's a fucking piece of shit." Shit. And then you're like, "Ha ha!" And then I'll catch myself doing this for hours. I'm like, "What the fuck am I doing?" Oh, it's and the it's, best little mini it, crucifixions. It, yeah. <laughs> Check out this fucking loser. Fucking your nail him like, to the so cross much. of judgment. Well, that's the so I'll, if you walk around in public, and it's again, it is like this is the vicious circle of it because it's like I'll I like listen to when people talk. I like eavesdrop. And it's, I swear to God, it's 90% of the time. You'll see two ladies, two guys, whoever. A lot of times I can hear the ladies' conversation better, but, like, they'll be, like, fucking, like, they'll, they're always talking about another person. Always. How they're failing. It, I, I swear to God, if you just sit around in, like, a public place, yeah. it's nonstop conversations about, like, fucking Cynthia's a fucking bitch. Yeah. And I'm like, I'll be like, dude, people are so fucking negative. And I'm like, oh, I'm talking shit on them. And it's like. Exactly. You're can't, judging can't them. They're judging <laughs> Cynthia. Cynthia is, Cynthia's a bitch. I, I bet Cynthia's a bitch. But why is she a bitch? She's a fucking bitch because everyone around her is talking shit about other people. And True. Then, so it's just echo. You're just, it's a, it's a fucking never ending neurological echo yeah. parading around like the universe. And if and it's just totally normal to see you and me as different. I mean, we are Obviously clearly supreme. Yeah. <laughs> supreme. <laughs> we rise. What is it you're saying in the green room, though? You said, I rise above humanity like a, what'd you say? Was it eagle or falcon? It was beautiful. <laughs> I do this to other people. Don't do this to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, like take, I like putting terrible things in their mouth. Yeah. Misquotes. Yeah, true. The best. Well, <laughs> don't. I mean, I just, like, for the, the where it gets really hilarious is so then, okay, so you, now you are upset because you have not met your whatever particular ridiculous spiritual watermark you're supposed to be at, which mm. for a lot of people is just like, it's insane. Like, you're, I don't even know what that is. Like, are you numb? You're supposed to be like this numb Jesus who's like nothing touches yes, you. Nothing, exactly, nothing moves the needle. Anything short of that, I'm furious. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay, right. <laughs> so, so the final uh, uh, curse is that you end up talking shit about yourself to yourself. So, you know, first you're thinking you're talking shit about other people mm-hmm. or you're mentally confabulating what's wrong with them. Then you're mad at yourself because you recognize this is not a way to live. If I'm going to be perturbed mm-hmm. by other people's idiocy, 
uh, then I'm just going to be in hell. Look at you. Look at you, you pathetic piece of shit, sitting at a fucking Whole Foods, uh, eavesdropping like a pervo on fucking... So, so accurate. You sick fuck. <laughs> What's it. wrong with you? So first you're crucifying them. They're crucifying Cynthia. You're crucifying a simulated version of them. Then you crucify a simulated version of yourself. Oh, and, it doesn't and, stop. And, it, and it, it's a never-ending iterative wave of self of crucifixions. Everyone's just nailing yeah. fucking nails through hands all day long. All day, every day. And it's exhausting. Have you ever tried to crucify someone? I mean, I think it's tough. I think I bet one thing they were happy about with Jesus. I bet he's pretty easy. He was thin, yeah. crucified, but he's also kind of, I, I, I don't see him fighting. Like, he didn't no. struggle. There's no punching. He's just yeah. let them. But I bet, like, a lot of other people in those days did not True. take spitting stuff. in your face and stuff. Spitting in your face. Yeah. Puking on you. Dude. Fear piss. Yeah. Fear sweat. Fear stink. Well, I always talk to people, and they're, they're always like, dude, it, like, I'm like, it was probably so different back then. Like, it wasn't that different. I'm like, yeah, it fucking was, dude. You'd walk and see, like, a dude's head on a spike. Yeah. Like, that's way different. You would Even w- if people still argued and shit, like, no. to walk outside your house and see a dude's severed head. on it, For, for like, doing something not that bad, probably. That yeah. You, you de- God damn it. I'm gonna, I'm, I don't know how to turn it off. I See, I'm going to explain the backstory of this, and it's really embarrassing. So your, your mom had sex with a mental patient. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you lied to me, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was a cheap joke. No, that was very funny, because I was like, there's no way this is real. Then you're like, and then they made love, and I'm like, I mean, I could kind of see it. Let me see if I can turn this thing up. Dude, you should probably keep it up if it's going to no, be. It's life the, sa- is no, that life-saving no, medical no, technology? No, the problem is I, uh, um, I, um, I don't think you can. You can cha- I can change the alert sounds, uh, which is really fun. Uh, ambulance siren, can screaming really? woman. Fuck, I think I you're going to die. Grim Reaper yelling, you're going to die. <laughs> um Hold on one second. This is really bad podcasting. I'm so sorry. This the problem is I uh because I I have um a little ear infection, so I had to get on steroids to um ah uh, here we go to to uh clear my ear, and it pushes your blood sugar up when you're oh. on steroids. So this asshole all day long is like oh that's not there's no like wire connected. That's just taking the glucose measurement. It connects to this needle that's stuck in my arm. It's like a constant blood sugar reports, which is the most annoying fucking thing because my wife, like, thank Jesus, it used to connect to my wife's phone and it just stopped, which is just so great. So she would get kind of like if you ate a cookie, you were like a car alarm. You would start, your thing would go off. I'm like one of those. (laughs) Yes, a tagged animal. She could track me, knows my fucking the, my fucking blood sugar level at every goddamn fucking second. Damn, and it's 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 wonderful because she's just trying to keep me alive. But for sure, it's uh, obviously very. Annoying. It does take the fun out of who stole the cookies from the cookie jar. It does. Like and who it, me couldn't be, and it's like. And she'd be like, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want you to do what Bob Sag. What happened to Bob Saget to happen to you? What and happened it, to him? Didn't he get like hit in the head with a hammer or something? He did. It wasn't blood sugar. He fucking like had a bloody. <laughs> it was something terrible in a hotel room that no one understands. But still, yeah. it's like, can you not put that in my fucking head? True. When I'm about to go on the road. Oh, like you're gonna die. She's worried you're gonna die in a hotel room. Yeah, now, when I'm like taking a shower after a show, I'm like and look down at the floor. I'm like, oh, what if I slip and fucking uh, hit my head yeah. and then her thing starts going off and. Oh yeah, I think about that with old age. It's like you're because they all take tumbles when you're old. You fall and like break your femur, and you have to know like it's coming. 
Um, oh, yeah. I mean, this is, it's just so scary. They get stuck in bathtubs. Do you think we should let them drive, old, super old people? No. Yeah, I think, I don't think so. I mean, if I can't, if I, okay, so if I'm not allowed to drive after a couple of vodka sodas. That's a good point. Why the fuck are you allowed to drive when, you know, you, uh, you your brain is, is You're dying. pulpified You're dying. and melting? It's like you have triple vision. Weird, blurry shit. You're on a cocktail of medication. So, yeah. oh, go ahead. No, drive all day long. Yeah. But two vodka sodas, your car's gone. Yeah, you don't know what day it is. Yeah, I, I saw an old couple cutting through. I was, like, watching them drive, like, kind of arguing with each other. And both slumped over the wheel. And I'm like, you really do become a child again. And then I was like, holy fuck, they're driving. Yeah, they're driving. That's terrifying. Nothing. I saw an old lady run over people outside of church one time. Oh. Uh, just she, she just spaced out and just slowly. It wasn't too fast, but she fucking, like... You know, 10 miles an hour with a car does fuck you up. Dude. She's like, bonk, and just hit like three people. I cannot get this out of my head. It was some awful dark piece written by a forensic, like a, a person who does autopsies and mm -hmm. describing, he's like describing the look on the face of a grandmother after she's backed the car over her grandchild's head. Oh. The smell of the grandchild's brain in the air. Yeah. I can't get that out of my the head. brain? Yeah, I guess brains... No, are, you, it was stink, yeah. It would smell like a fucking... Brains are pungent. Nasty cut. Yeah, there, there, there's apparently a brain smell. At least if you're like a, an autopsy... Yeah, it makes sense. ...master, I don't know what they call them, then you, <laughs> autopsy... Ma Autopsy master is a good show, yeah. but you, you, <laughs> autopsy master, like Just dead bodies, Chef Gordon Ramsay. That might be where it goes, autopsies. man. Women might get sick of like true, true crime and just start watching like horrific autopsies. Yeah, I just like cutting dead people. Oh over and, God, you ever meet some, you ever meet a, a like a some an undertaker? No. Oh boy, only for a second. It was outside a funeral. He said, "Hey." So sorry. I said, thank you, sir. You're like, yeah, sure you are. You're fucking sorry I didn't buy the premium casket. Yeah, it'd be yeah. funny if they're listening to comedy podcasts, too, outside, and they're just like... <laughs> Dude, they are. It's a business. That's a fucking huge booming business right now, especially in... Uh, they, I must have been nice, yeah, during... COVID and stuff is being like cha-ching, dude. You're uh, watching, imagine watching the news and be like 100,000 people died and being like... You're just like, oh, fuck, fuck yes, dude. yeah, payday. Dude, this is better than Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> this is better Pay than crypto. This is the real crypto. It's got to be crazy when they get slow, when you're like, yo, come on, man. Come on, come and the, on. And then finally someone dies, and you're like, thank fucking God, dude. Yeah, that, that's the, like, anytime I go to a doctor, um, I can't, you know, just because, you know, as comedians, we're always thinking about selling tickets and mm -hmm. the, what you're charging for tickets, how are you doing at shows. Yeah. And, you know, that's in anyone's mind who has has a business. Oh, yeah. The, the, and, and you go to the doctor and, and it's, a, it's a, this, a strange form of like almost prostitution in the sense that the, the ideal is I will tend to your wounds. Because the reward from tending to these wounds is mm -hmm. all I need. Yeah, that's the fantasy of the healer. Yeah, but Hippocrates snake and all that shit. Yeah, yeah but they have kids for sure. It's expensive to. They're getting sued nonstop. It's expensive to. They have medical debt or or, or, or medical school debt. Mm -hmm. Usually hundreds of thousands of dollars. They oh, have. they're way in debt. Up there, underwater, and like, you know, like when you go in there. And they give you a diagnosis. Mm. They've already calculated. Oh, great! That's another 
at least 60 grand this year. True. Like for sure I'm going to like make 60,000 more dollars cuz Yeah, my my brother was saying so one of my uncles just had like uh he's fine, thank God, but he had like a little thing of cancer and uh he was saying you go in there and you're like it's like an airport terminal now. Like it's just like a big building with a ton of people in seats and they're yeah. just blasting them radiate leave, radiate. And he's like, "Dude, it's like the DMV. You're sitting there with a ton of people." Oh yeah, I did. just it's blasting, fuck. blasting, blasting. Radiation clinics. I got radiation and it's just like you're sitting around, like everyone's just like, "Oh, this sucks so fucking bad. And it's so expensive." You go in there, they put a a lead cod piece on my dick, like a cup. Yeah, to keep you from becoming infertile. Oh, and the music they choose, they are playing music that they like. You know, they're not asking you what music do you want to listen to while you're getting irradiated. Uh, so they're it's playing like Lady Gaga. Yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's nurse music, yeah. Or like they're not <laughs> thinking about like once I was in there and they were playing celebrate good times and celebration. Uh, it's like fuck you, man. Fuck I'm getting a laser of fucking death shot in my lymph nodes. You. You're playing this bull. You're making yeah. fun of me at that point. Yeah, you're rubbing yeah. it in. Yeah, you're getting like the Darth Vader fucking that shit that they destroy planets with. Yes, into uh. yeah, into my and it's just so yeah. The the when it hits that level of just profit motive and and mm. they know man, people have worked to figure out how do we make it faster. Like, what is the maximum dose of radiation that we can give? Yeah. to make it faster with the the least possibility of some. Negative impact yeah, on you the don't patient. Want to, like, explode, but you want to keep them fucking moving. Like let's True. get out, and you're you're like, come on, guy. Meetings are probably guys. You can get that fucking cop piece on faster. True, you got to get that, that shit yeah. faster, man. If we can fit in two more people a day in the course of a year, that's a million, half a million dollars. True, yeah, they get you pumped up. Yeah, they, that's fuck, dude. That's they probably. Now I'm thinking maybe they know how to do it and like keep your hair in, but they want your hair to fall out. So people are like, oh yeah, I got my shit done. Like that way they know. You're like you're advertising radiation. You're like, yeah, I got radiation. I'm like oh, I should probably get that. Right yeah, now. dude. I might get it. I might just get blasted. Oh, it sucks. You I heard hate it's it. terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. Makes you sick. It's just like preventative medicine though. Just go once a year and just get. I might just start getting chemo. Just fucking get chemo once. <laughs> preventative chemo. <laughs> Prophylactic chemo. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Yeah, what the fuck? Burn it out. Yeah, just yeah. <laughs> Don't, don't regen my body will regenerate. That'd be nice. Yeah, yeah, it might, it might, might not. Yeah, I, like, <laughs> I, think, I might get very sick. They were telling me, you know, when I was choosing between radiation and chemo, because I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, let's just fucking fire. What's the difference? Uh, one of them can re- like the doctor was just like, get radiation. You're like, you're the oh, statistical. It's like more local. Yeah. You know, they when you get cancer, it becomes the worst gambling game of your life because it's all just probabilities so Ugh. if you get chemo you will have uh maybe one percent less chance of the cancer recurring with testicular cancer i think it's you're starting to, but if you do but your lungs might turn into goop your lungs might just fucking dissolve now if you get radiation oh. uh there's a, a one you're one percent more of a chance that it won't catch it it won't it won't do it uh, and you might become infertile. Hmm. So you're like, okay, lungs into goop, become infertile, 1%. What does that 1% look like? Yeah. So you have to make all these weird decisions that they can't make for you. You have to choose. Yeah, true. Yeah. and and But so, yeah, chemo, uh, it, it from what I've heard, like, 
nasty. It's it's a gr- it's nasty, but yeah, you I've get talked to people who've done it. Super high, not never feels happy about good. You get true. Really you get beautiful fun. high. You get the chemo high. Oh yeah, <laughs> just black. Oh boy, it's Look, I can smoke weed now. Sick, dude. No, I don't. I uh, I um, I'm happy that you're. For anybody out there who like is recovered from the from yeah, because this is a scary diagnosis. It, it, terrifying, but less scary than it used to be. True. COVID was everyone had to face death at once. That was the best. I did like that about that. Everyone had to be like, I might die. Me too. I I was living there. I'd been living there for years. So when everyone met me at like something terrible is happening, we're all going to die. I was like, I know, dude. Dude. I've been thinking this every day my whole life, dude. (laughs) There was. Welcome. (laughs) Welcome to reality. It was a nightmare scenario because like you're, I, I think to keep shit running the way we've got it running, you really need to in the West, you you get that you get that idea out of people's heads. So you don't want people thinking about death. You think about know. death, your priorities are going to change. You need the priority to be on like you know getting cool shit, yeah, getting a six pack, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, improving the way you look or improving your your surroundings in some way. But the moment the whole planet has to like suddenly realize that that. that we're all we could die at any time. I was wiping my groceries down, <laughs> spray painting, spraying my groceries with fucking yeah. weird, probably very not good for you. Oh yes, yeah. chemicals and and just yeah. You did in the beginning when we had no idea mm-hmm. what it was. Yeah, nothing could be anything. I just had a kid. I had my first kid as soon as it started, and it yep. was just like I just told my wife, like, bro, this is just frontier rules. Like, we'll just see what happens. Like, same. Same, I had a, a pandemic, fresh pandemic, baby. Yeah. Oh, my God, that was wild, man. It I, was cool because I gambled, like, whatever. Like, it is what it is. And then, like, it all panned out, and I was like, hell yeah. Yeah. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> I was right about I was like, I knew it. Dude, yeah, there was an underlying sense that this is probably going to be okay. I, I felt mm. that, too. But they probably felt that during the Spanish flu in the beginning. True. You know, they probably felt that during bubonic plague. <sighs> You know, just yeah, whatever. A few people here and there. Yeah, it'll just be a month. Yeah, it'll be a month. Oh, I remember that. You're yeah. like, yeah, we'll be back to normal soon. <laughs> oh, the word. Yeah, it's so wild that we went through that. And it was just a few years ago. It's also amazing that we've almost gone back to normal. You know, it's that was a fucked up part. We didn't even get like a break. There wasn't even like, hey guys, that was really fucked up. Everyone's chill out for like a week. It was just like. Fade it right back into normal life. Oh, hell and yeah. I was quick. just like, wait, what the fuck was that all about? It's about, you got to get the economy moving again. It's yeah, like, true. Shit, this thing is going to collapse if we don't get it back to normal. They had to get it back to normal. Yeah. My friend, that was his scary prediction. He's like, I'll tell you what's going to happen. Everything's just going to go back to normal. And no one's going to think about it much anymore. And that's what's the real scary shit. It's like yeah. humans just, we bounce right back into the old pattern. True. But what what did we, what do you want? Like what new, what's the new pattern? That a new had? holiday. I said we should have had a new holiday. COVID day. Yeah, exactly. Like a, you know, like a COVID teeth kind of thing where it was like you got out, it was the day we were like, we're done with that. Everyone's, we've we've rid ourselves of the nasty virus. Yeah. Never has a day where they just like go outside and Fucking like. day off. Yeah, do something. I don't know. We should yeah. commemorate that. Yeah, you'd think. I mean, we commemorate other shit that seems yeah. far less important. The teacher appreciation day. Give me a fucking break. Let's replace that with COVID day. That's what I'm saying. COVID yeah. day. And I'm trying. What would you do? I'm, I'm trying to think. What would the holiday be? The holiday. Close talk. Everyone close talks. No, it's gonna be like attacking other people on Twitter for. <laughs> you you're know, wrong. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, it's like, uh, what do they call it? What's that? The philosophical. I hate it when people do this, though, man. I hate it when people are familiar with the philosophical 
uh, argumentative errors, you know, uh, like, logical fallacies. Log- like, oh yeah, you're logical. gaslighting my straw man and blah blah blah. That shit. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. like suddenly you're in the game of chess <laughs> with someone you wanted to have a conversation with, and now they they're doing. But it's uh, appeal to authority. Yeah, yeah. So that was a huge. That was like the the culture of the mm-hmm. pandemic was appeal to authority. You don't know shit. Who are you? You're just a dumb fuck. I know you. You're yeah. an idiot. You don't know anything about fucking science. <laughs> Why are you suddenly an expert on fucking science on either side of the fence? Yeah. Either you are an expert on how masks don't work, the vaccines are deadly, or suddenly you are an expert on the other side, and mm. nobody, no one... Dude, uh, I would try to retain that information. I'd watch like a 20-minute video of a guy being like, and then if you look at the double-blind placebo, and I'm like, all right, I got that part. And then they'd be like, and then it's a .03 variability rate. I'm like, all right, I could probably, my brain will like figure that one out if I just keep going. Yeah. I would just try to tell people about it. I'm like, I don't know, man. And you're smart. Like if you get to double three, fuck, if you can get past the double-blind study, you're doing great. True. You went to college. Yeah. Dude, I got my master's in social work. There you go. You So you had to take statistics. You You don't, though. They, like, you take statistics and they're like, you don't have to know any of the math. Just know that, like, if you don't have a big enough sample size, the the study's probably bullshit. I remember that. Oh, that makes sense. I remember that. So, like, N equals 53. That's not a lot of people. And I was like, that makes sense. But you You have to do any of the math. You had to learn the scientific method. Yeah. You you, you understand why certain, some research makes it into scientific journals, why some doesn't. You understand how stringent and fucked up every, every, anything you want to, 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 Anything you, you're doing that could change the science or change the, no matter how infinitesimally yeah, minute, it goes through such a, a, a never-ending, rigorous series of analyses that by the time it makes it in, it's like, holy fuck, that's probably true. But, you know, I don't think most, I don't think in, most people understand that. Mm-hmm. And to, 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 to add insult to fucking injury... Suddenly, it's, it, people were like, don't do your own research, advising against people even trying yeah. to illuminate themselves on what any of the shit means. Everyone's getting these, like, like I don't know, uh, really dumbed down uh, summaries of intense scientific research that yeah. is, is confusing to the scientists themselves. Who a real scientist will say, I don't know. You have no idea. Yeah. We have no idea. This could be something. We don't know. Science is never like, this is it. Yeah, this is No, the we did. It's always like, well, right now, this is where we're at. Yeah. But it could change at any second. Yeah. So the whole thing fucking sucked. And you got medical fascists out there. And you got fucking, uh, like, uh, people who are, like, one blackout away from burning witches. And they're... <laughs> Fighting each other and just fucking sucked. It was awesome though. Yeah, it it was really shitty and very sad for everybody. But it was like, it was cool though to watch everyone just kind of have to take a second and be like, holy fuck, I might die. My whole family might fucking die. And then everyone got real weird. Everyone got into weird shit. I got super weird. I was like Like in my basement constantly. Dude, I was trying to start like, uh, I've always been real into psychology, but I got like, I started trying to start this whole thing where I was like, I was like, I'm going to reconceptualize psychology as it is. I'm going to like start cool. like an a, like an AA thing, but not for people on drugs. And then it'll spread online. Cool. And then like, I'll, I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm like, I'll like train people in this modality and they'll train. Other, and then I just was like, yeah, that's, that's a pipe dream. I was like, and like it pandemic ended. I was like, uh, what the fuck was I doing? <laughs> I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> you were almost Isaac Newton. I mean, the difference. I was, between... I was close. Yeah. If they could, yeah. If I could have fucking taken a longer break, I would have figured it out. You have to be a maniac. Like those people, that's the other <laughs> thing that, the, the 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 picture of the scientist is this pristine 
stable, normal person. Yeah. Newton had mercury in his hair. Like when he died, his hair had mercury in it. He was fucked up. He was in his fucking lab fucking with mercury trying to like build the (laughs) temple of Solomon. Listen, guys. Tons of people are going to be on the road this holiday season, and you need to be careful if you're driving. What the fuck are you? Stop fucking coughing. Excuse me? Listen, guys. Tons of people are going to be traveling on the road this holiday season, and you need to be careful if you're traveling. If you find yourself in some kind of crazy freak accident this Christmas, turn to Morgan & Morgan. They're America's largest injury law firm. They have over... 100 offices nationwide and more than 800 lawyers ready to fight for you. They've recovered over $15 billion for over 300,000 clients, so they have a great track record of getting people the compensation they deserve. Submitting an injury claim sounds annoying and stressful, but Morgan & Morgan truly makes it easy. They've been fighting for the people for over 35 years, and they'll be ready to fight for you too. If you're ever injured, you can check out Morgan & Morgan. Their fee is free unless they win. For more information, go to forthepeople.com slash drenched or, or dial pound law, pound 529 from your cell phone. That is F-O-R, thepeople.com slash drenched or pound law, pound 529 from your cellular phone. This is a paid advertisement. It's time to break out the big guns this Christmas and get mom an Aura frame. Aura makes digital picture frames that will replace her old photo albums. You can curate your own photo playlist and even add videos that get shown in super high quality. Invite others to share their own photos to the frame too, so you'll constantly be seeing new memories pop up. Oh, I love these things. I have them all over. I literally have them all over the house. My mom has 50 of them, and she cherishes all the pictures. She kisses the screens. I say, Mom, it's me, Matt. I send her videos like this. I say, Mom, it's me, Matt. Kiss me. And there's just there's just that all down the hallways, and I have one where I just follow her with my eyes like a haunted house. They make great gifts for your parents, siblings, or friends. Set them up with a personalized photo playlist and wait for the waterworks. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com slash MSSP. That's A-U-R-A frames.com slash MSSP. Use promo code MSSP to get $30 off their best-selling frames. Get yours now. So it arrives in time for the holidays. Terms and conditions apply. Also, you'll see if it arrives for the holidays. But, all right. When the weather outside is frightful, you are going to want to layer up with True Classic. Everything is ridiculously comfortable, fits perfectly, and honestly... I look great. They're lightweight puffer jackets. Dude, their lightweight puffer jackets are amazing and will definitely have you ready for the wintertime. Water resistant with a great fit. It is a definite staple in my wardrobe. Pair the puffer jacket with True Classics Comfort Jeans and you'll be all set. They've got the classic look of regular jeans, but molded to the mix section. <clears throat> But mold to the midsection with a four-way stretch so you won't have to unbutton them to sit down on the couch. The four-way stretch being your penis, your buttocks, and your hips. I love them personally. I wear their clothes all the time. They make my fucking chest look jacked as hell. Stock up on their goodies, t-shirts, and button-ups too so True Classic 
can carry you through every season. Men, this is the perfect gift for you, but also a gift for her. So if you're ready to upgrade your closet, shop now with our exclusive link at trueclassic.com slash drenched and save up to 25% off your first order. End the year with holiday cheer thanks to True Classic. Thank you. When you're finished sprucing up the tree for Christmas, spruce up those balls too. Manscaped has you covered with the Performance Package 5.0 Ultra. It comes with the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra for trimming the body and below the belt, meaning your penis. The Weed Whacker 2.0 Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer and everything else you'll need to make those crown jewels look, look feel, and smell amazing. It are the best. I've shaved my whole body. I shaved my entire family's bodies with them. <laughs> with a Manscaped Skin Safe technology, you won't be hacking away at your skin while you're trying to clean things up. No nicks, no cuts, just a nice smooth shave. The performance package also comes with some comfy boxers to level up your underwear game and a classy travel bag to store your stuff. When you're done shopping for yourself, stock up on extras for Christmas gifts. Your loved ones and your wallet will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code drenched at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with the free shipping at manscaped.com and use code drenched. Give the gift of Manscaped this holiday season. You know, they, yeah, they're fucking nuts, man. They're nuts. Freud, if you read about Freud, he was a fucking weirdo. Young, he used to, young was a fucking. They used to pass out. Freud used to. I was reading this book. They were talking about his his biographer was covering it, and I, I think Young covered it too. Where Freud passed out on two occasions. The first time was Young was telling him about the bog men of uh, northern Germany. So there was these guys who, like from prehistoric times, fell in this lake, and the lake had a certain type of acid in the water yeah. that. Melted their bones but leathered their skin. Yeah. So they, they dig up these bog men and Young's telling they're like at a big like psychoanalysis luncheon. He's like, yeah, these guys are like preserved. And Freud, Freud would be all bugged out and be like, why are you talking about all these dead guys? He's like, I think you want me to die. You have a death wish against me, and he fucking would faint. Oh my. Then the other time they're talking about like an Egyptian pharaoh, and they're like, Freud was like, yeah, that guy is such a bitch, and Young was like, no, he actually ruled, and Freud was like, ugh passed out and woke up like did you hate me so much because <laughs> they were all like, like analyzing each other's intentions but there was a paranoid they were just i mean if i was young and i'd hang out with freud all the fucking time and knew i could make him pass out it's pretty tight by talking about mummies freud was uh, young was humble bragging in his that book he did memories dreams and reflections he was like yeah i made young pa- i made freud pass out i made twice. him pass out you nerd fuck out bitch <laughs> but you would if i if you could make freud pass out you do it too there was <laughs> There's a kid in elementary school, this poor, I don't know what his problem was, but for some reason, if food was mixed in front of him, he would throw up. And so, like, you know, it's elementary school it's and perfect. kids caught on that this is a possibility. <laughs> so if you're bored at lunch and you're sitting with him, you would just start mixing your food and you could always hear him go, no, don't do it. Please don't. Please don't. And they'd fucking start mixing the food and everyone's laughing and then he'd fucking barf. This is like a whole year of inducing, don't do it, please, don't do it. So he was like, what, crumple your sandwich up? And he'd be like, Wah. Exactly. Oh, it was that's easy crazy. to do. You just mix and mix. And yeah, so like if this that's what Jung was doing to Freud. Yeah. It was just no different than that, just aggression and like Freud was oppressive anyway. Yeah. It's embarrassing to pass out when you're like supposed to be this famous 
like like <laughs> the, uh, someone healing others' minds. Yeah, yeah. You can't even hear a story about a fucking mummy without man. passing out, and then you're gonna be like, "You're trying to kill me." Yeah, he's like, "You just want to fucking kill me, dude. You hate me." Yeah. Why won't you say I'm right? Yeah, they would. He like would apparently. It's kind of a cool concept. They talk about homosexual self reproduction. Where back then, if you were, uh, is a funny idea, but they're saying like. There's a level to which if you're like the material world's not good enough for you, having a family's not good enough for you, you want to take yourself and clone yourself into another male. It's called homosexual self-reproduction where it's like, I'm going to fill you with all my knowledge. You have to propagate my knowledge. And that the whole idea was that since Jung was like, nah, man, I don't really, that's not my cup of tea, that it started threatening his like, the part of him that would live on and like conquer death basically. Wow. But that's why he was passing out because Jung would be like, I'm kind of into mummies right now. And he'd be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to live on forever. <laughs> Just pat. Oh. Wow, I, I didn't know that. That is, I knew that they had tension between them. Because he thought he was like, you're going to carry this on. Because he came up with this idea, and as he got older, it started kind of coming. Because he was like, it's all about fucking coming for the most part. I mean, yeah. obviously there's more to it, but yeah. like, he was like, sex is the most important. And other people were like, nah, there's other stuff that's important. Yeah. And he would spaz and be like, dude, if you fucking say that, I'm going to kill you. Like, don't do that. You're fucking my shit up. Fucking choke you till you're. But he was, dude, he was the ultimate Mr. Like, he was trying to be, he was like, I'm right. I fully pinned down the human mind. I mean, you know, maybe he wasn't that, you know, whatever. But he was like, this is the deal. Yeah. Don't deviate. And then all of his followers were like, I think it's about this. And he'd be like, you fucking asshole. You, yeah, that is the sort of, there's a a cult leader quality to him that is undeniable. And, And with Jung, too, I mean. People thought Jung was like the next second coming of Christ. He was. Yeah. They thought he was so advanced, and but he was. I can't understand any of his shit. I read it, and I'm like, I don't fucking know what you're talking about. Oh God, it is so mind warping that stuff. Dude. Yeah. And he like his red book. I when, tried that. Yeah. Yeah. Really hard to understand that. And he didn't he live in a tower. He like ended up like living in a tower at one point. Like you didn't. Yeah. He built a stone house for himself. And it was like with all this weird symbols and, and all this shit, and he just kind of like chilled there quietly. I don't think he even had electricity. I think he just like yeah chilled out in the stone house and just was like, "I'm the fucking man, dude." Yeah, Freud fucking sucks, Fuck dude. Freud, <laughs> I fixed everything. It, it but, is tight though. He was a dream master though. He was like, "I know about dreams." Fuck Freud, dude. He, I remember reading about him. He, you know, when he was doing, when he was like in school, if you're studying psychology. You would have to work in a mental asylum, mm-hmm. and how some schizophrenic was like rambling about how the son had a cock, which would you know the story that would, I've I've heard. I think he might have talked about it in his autobiography. But go, yeah, go on. And then he like he remembered some obscure book of like I think it was African mythology, and the schizophrenic was completely articulating this really weird sub branch of some mm-hmm. form of like sun worship in Africa, but with great detail. And that was when he started tuning into this idea of the collective yeah, yeah. mind, that we all share a mind that's inhabited with the symbols that show up and mm-hmm. stories. But it's the stories might be different culturally, but the symbol set mm-hmm. is mostly the same. Really brilliant, actually. Yeah, it's fucking sick, dude. Freud hated that shit, though, because he wanted to be all square, and that stuff was so non-scientific to him i think right yeah, like yeah. He, he wanted like, to be like you just want to bone your mom dude he's like let's never forget that what's really yeah. important is boning our moms yeah, yeah you want to fucking fuck <laughs> your mom you want to fuck your sister yeah. you want to suck your sister's fucking 
dick. She doesn't even have one. And it's driving you crazy. <laughs> you're sitting laying on the couch like, you're fucking right. You're right, okay. I yeah, yeah, was like, you did it. You broke through. Yeah, especially because back then, sex was like, you really didn't talk about it at all. No. Like, you, dudes would get boners back then and be like, like their whole job was on the line. Yeah, right. They got a boner in like 1912, you'd be like... <laughs> fuck, dude, I want to get fired. <laughs> fuck, dude. I'm hard as a fucking nail right now. Oh, and, and you had to just hold it down totally cool. Uh, right? and there's something so sexy about not being allowed to have a boner. It's like, you know, like, <laughs> you know, there's something super it's hot about exactly. that. Exactly. It's a self perpetuating loop. So now you're just like, you're going to be. Especially if you're into like BDSM and you know you're gonna be a bad boy, bad boy with a boner. Oh yeah. fuck, I'm gonna get fired. Then my wife's gonna be so mad at me, and I'm gonna have to say why I got fired. Uh, I got fired for uncontrolled boners. You write your sister a letter, and be like, I was so fucking hard at work today. Just thinking about your <laughs> dick that you could you, that you would have if you were my brother. Yeah. Dick you would have if you were my brother. Oh, God. <laughs> you have to lay on Freud's couch and be like, this is all normal, dude. Oh, This yeah. is what drives you. This Now you're getting to the nuts and bolts of <laughs> who you truly are. Now you can grind. Can I play the song that mm -hmm. you? Speaking of sucking I meant to start dick. with that, yeah. Um, so this is, uh, this does connect everybody. Um, I just want to play, this is like, I'm... <laughs> I'm, What's the app called? Sorry, what's the app so called? So it's called Suno.ai. Uh, I wish I created it. I I stay. I like keeping up to date on what's going on with AI and like the laziest mm -hmm. way possible, which is I go to Reddit Artificial Perfect. every few weeks and there's updates on where it's at. And it, it's breathtaking because the, inevitably, like as a comedian, podcaster, well, I like to make songs for my intros mm -hmm. and... That takes me a long time, uh, and so and also I don't have a great singing voice. So the advent of AI to me was very exciting because it's like, oh shit! I bet at yeah. some point this will sing songs and make music. But then, mm. you know, the, months ago, to pull that off was you needed basically a PC. You could do it on Mac, but you have to go like. Almost, you have to go like hacker. Oh, you need it like a, ser like a serious You have to setup. learn coding. You have to learn a little bit of JavaScript. You have to know how to like yeah. use these arcane libraries that, and like you're, you go into the terminal. Can you do that your, stuff? Can you do code after that? No, I'm not. I'm not good. I can, sure. uh, but I can follow directions. Gotcha, so gotcha. you open the terminal on your Mac and you access these weird databases and you download all these mm -hmm. weird files. And but so so the singing AI thing. Where we have the image generators and stuff, you describe yeah, what you yeah. want. It does an image. That's cool. This is the same thing, but it does it for songs. And I've been following the. Can't stop thinking about my sister's boner, dude. I'm sorry, <laughs> dude. Your sister's boner. <laughs> sorry, dude. In my mind, is so beautiful. No, because it, it, it sort of tra like to me, your sister's boner transcends the penis. Do you oh, know what I mean? Way, way beyond. It's yeah. the encapsulation of all penises. <laughs> is it perfect? No. <laughs> but it's imperfection is Yeah, but imagine perfect. being a dog under the table. You think they're going for food. They're not. They want to suck your sister's <laughs> dick. That dog, you got dogs anywhere she goes. They're like, you have sausage in your pocket? I get no. so jealous of my dog's under the table. I'm like, get the fuck out from under the table. Stop. Just stop. You're just <laughs> doing what all of us <laughs> want to do. You're free. Look at you, liberated. 
outside of the fucking awful manacles of the of morality and ethics and our oppressed thing when everyone should nope. just be under the table sucking my sister's <laughs> dick right now. So you wrote a song. I didn't write it. Oh, you you prompted a song. You basically okay. So one of the fun things when you get to play around with any kind of generative AI is that because the people who are um, making this available to everybody, they don't want to deal with bullshit. So they mm -hmm. nerf the AI because, of course, the first thing you're going to do if you realize this thing will make songs for you is you're going to say, write a song about how great it feels to suck my sister's <laughs> dick. And, yeah. and, 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 or falling into your own butthole. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So you, if you try that, it will not do it. It's so funny they got to deal with Like the smartest people in the world have to be like, wait, what? And like, Jesus fucking right. Christ. Let me put a safeguard against that. Exactly. So, you, so then you get into this hilarious, <laughs> fun kind of like trying to hack the AI. Yeah, yeah. Because now you have to start thinking, okay, well, it... I, generally, the way these things work in the image generators, too, you can't say underwear. It's not going to do underwear. It's not going to do cleavage. You can't say mm -hmm. suck, slurp, any mouth yeah. and lips it might not even do. But so you have to find a way around that to achieve the same effect. For sure. And so this is just some songs. And the other astounding <laughs> thing about it, I mentioned it earlier, is this it generates this in like under three minutes. And Suno.ai, I love you guys. Man. Please don't ban me that I did this. It's just I won't keep doing it because, like, yes, you will. Don't make promises you can't. <laughs> okay, you're right. But I, you know, I got, I got, so I got banned from Discord at one point, what? and exactly. And the reason is because I've been getting Mid Journey, like, I, we were, you know, just curious, like, what can we make it do? And then, so of course, we realized, oh, sausage. Perfect. This is the way in. So you know, any celebrity you want. Eating a beautiful sausage and it generates like hilarious pictures. <laughs> and then, you know, it's like so weird. It's late at night. You know, I don't mean to call, I'm not yeah. trying to like fuck with anybody. It's just purely for me and my friends anyway. But yeah, out of the blue, I'm banned from Discord. And then it's for sure, it's got to be. You were using the app through Discord, you're saying? Yeah, Mid Journey is available through Discord. Okay, I got you, got you. And so I, I don't even know what of the many horrific For images sure, yeah. we figured out. A gener like a vat of – you can't say like, <laughs> like a baby on fire, but for some yeah. reason it would let you say baby meat. So you could say like Bill Cosby eating a bowl of baby meat. And that would produce oh, horrifying fuck? images – so you're just curious to see what... For sure. So anyway, that's a long setup for something really stupid. No, this is a masterpiece. So this is when I this is just using the same sausage hack that I use for mid-journey. Sausage hack. Or a hot dog hack, <laughs> yeah. but with Suna.ai. Sitting in the back, watching her walk down the aisle In her white dress Tear in her eye I couldn't help but remember Those days gone by When we were kids Laughing under clear blue skies Now she's all grown up She's found her friends to love Found her life Can't help but recall Summer nights, a sweet innocence we share. 
gets better. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's fine. steal Oh wait, that's kind of innocent. I could see a so country that's, song. So that's, this, that was the first one. So that's when I was okay. I can. You're working into it, yeah. So the prompt for that was just like it's a, a brother at a wedding, <laughs> and he's his sister's getting married, and he's remembering how she used to eat his hot dog. Use a hot dog like a, a, straw. a straw. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that that one kind of failed, but then it, this is where I figured it out. It is innocent. Like she, my sister snuck a bite of my hot dog. You yeah. can almost see that in like a Keith Urban song. Snuck a bite of a hot dog. It's, <laughs> it raises eyebrows. Fucked up, but it's still <laughs> all right. I guess that's something. So that was your, the first iteration. That's the first, and then at the picnic <laughs> on a sunny summer day, my sister caught my eye in a playful way. Yeah, it's a little more racy. Yeah. She held that hot dog close, oh, so tight. <laughs> and planted a kiss on it with all the money. Ooh la la. Ooh la la. I watched it all. And she switched that hot dog with a little jar. <laughs> oh, brother dear, it's a sight to see. A love affair between you and a hot dog. Oh my, on a Like, that's awesome. And the last one. I'm sorry to do this. To no, no, please. Listeners. I need forgive it. me. Summer days, I think, is the best of them all. Uh, I've made 15 of these, by the way. This is just... <laughs> <laughs> you're just fucking with, you're like toying with the different prompts. Yeah, you're. I'm trying. You know, and also genres like true. Um. Death metal, you know, like uh, like lo-fi. Just trying to like see yeah. all the different iter- the ways it. it what it was that last one? That would have been like summer. Kind that, of, was that was like a, a summer anthem. I think that basically. was like a summer. Like uh, I think that was a summer. I don't remember what the prompt was yeah, exactly yeah. for that one. And it titles them. This one's summer days. And it was a lazy summer day down in our little town. We were sipping on lemonade. Just letting time slow down. I saw my sister coming with a hot dog in her hand. She took a big bite and something I couldn't understand. She was slurping on that hot dog (laughs) just like a straw. And I couldn't help but smile because I've seen it all before. Sister Beth. <laughs> my sister Beth. My beautiful sister Beth, who fillets hot dogs. Uh, you're going to start having dreams about these songs, too. You're going to start creating them now in your dreams. Well, yeah. You, that. Oh, my God. You really... Yes. Last night, as I'm falling asleep, I'm hearing that kind of <laughs> shitty, tinny, like, AI music. and But, man, like, it's... To me, like... I, you know, part of being human, mm. we just accept, okay, this is here now. But what the fuck? Like, yeah. So that, like, it knows how to structure a song. It wrote the lyrics. It. It's not that bad either. It's not that, like. 
it's it's not like it, I'd be proud of it. If I fucking whipped that together, I'd be like, yo, check this out. Me too. And and that you can do it in just under two minutes. That's fucking crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy and that this is leading to the ability. I mean, just think, like if it sound think of the fucking sisters. Sucking on hot dog. Musk songs is going to free it. By the way, Musk is going to create the open source platform where we can finally you think he fully will? express our yeah. You think so? He's going to free our sisters' penises through what? AI. What? It's like <laughs> it's yes. He's going to be like, all right, guys, enough of this woke bullshit. Global Have catharsis. <laughs> That'll be COVID day. That will be COVID day. Everyone <laughs> finally just admits to each other we all <laughs> want our sister to have a suckable penis. Dude, the statue we can put up. Oh, we can knock down Confederate generals and just have like our sisters with giant fucking pulling bronze. their dresses up <laughs> and there's in the world laughing at their penises. World peace. Putin like just stops the fucking Gives war. Yeah. Zelensky, they're just pictures of them like filleting the statue together as a sign of <laughs> universal peace. This is where we're headed. This is the promise of AI. I think so. I hope so. That'd be awesome. And also too, like. I don't know. What are, what are people worried about? It's going to enslave us or something? No, I don't think the worry is like, yeah. I th- like, I th- what's it going to do with us? It's not going to be like, yo, make us songs. It's like, what would it even enslave us for? Well, it's it's the 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 scariest. Uh, there's a great book. It's called I don't know Ten Reasons to Delete Your Social Media. Jared account. Lanier, yeah, dude. Lanier, I got that guy's stuff is awesome. Awesome, and he uh, his where he's pointing out the dangerous is that, you know, BF Skinner mm-hmm. figured out how to like, you know, program animals. He's the one who could make pigeons dance or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, the, the Skinnerian students were always at odds with like the Jungians or the more mystical. Cause they're yeah, just like, yeah. no, you now binary stop. Yeah. It's a fucking binary. Just stop. No, it's no, people don't want to fucking suck their sisters. <laughs> Dick. That's not what yet. it is. They don't want to say they're just they, they just want they, they're just essentially subject to being hacked mm-hmm. and they think they're so brilliant, but they're not. Yeah. Go to any casino and look. It's BF Skinner is the you can thank BF Skinner for yeah. casinos. You could thank BF Skinner for TikTok, the algorithms, all of them based in yeah. his horrific unethical, scary fucking research. We always hated the Skinnerians. I went to liberal arts school, and yeah. like to, if you were like an edgelord, you <laughs> would be into BS. Behaviorist, yeah. yeah. You become a behaviorist. That's the name for He And he was, didn't you know he tried to write a book to like be like, I'm actually not a bad guy. It was called Walden 2. Yeah, And right. he wrote this book where he's like, I'm cool. Here's all the stuff we could do for it. And it was all about like bending large populations to your will. He was like, to be nice. But he's like, we could totally control populations in a nice way. And all of his friends were like, dude, what the fuck did you just do that for? That's how He put out like a creepy book. Creepy book, didn't he? He was a nice guy, apparently. Apparently he was a really nice guy. They all are. They're up front. They're nice. But then like he's like, you know, look at that weird pod he came up with for babies. Do you ever see that thing? He like came up with like the perfect crib or something. And it's just like a sterile plexiglass enclosure for your baby that like. It would train them? Train them. A baby trainer, basically. That's what he's all about. But and that's uh, Lanier. That was his. What he's he's like because we're so hackable, and because yeah. like currently the algorithm is already hacking us by you know giving us um, 
what's it called? Um, fuck. The most addictive thing is intermittent. It's not getting what you. It's you don't put a, a variable. Yeah, when it's not fixed, it's variable. It fucks people up. Fucks people up. So if yeah. the, if the if the rat presses the crack button and gets crack every time, less addicted. Yep. Then if sometimes no crack, mm. and then this is the birth of. I think from the behaviorists, this is the birth of mythology of religion. Superstition is like because we live in a unpredictable chaos universe, and any positive feedback that we're getting from the universe is inevitably interrupted by negative feedback. The negative feedback happens, and you invent a story. Right. Oh shit! Anytime, like I see a penny, or anytime my clock says three, 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 something positive happens. But if it's if I oh if I look at the clock and it's two o four. Always bad luck, and mm-hmm. so you invent bullshit to to just deal with chaos, and that that's the way it works. So you can program people using that superstition, using the need for balance, and so Lanier said that the AI will become so good at that. Oh no, that it will, we won't be able to escape it anymore. Like now, you can still kind of put your phone down. You want it, you feel the pull, but he's saying eventually, no, no, you yeah. will, you, will, you will not even be able to turn it off because it will have so hacked the human uh, fucking neurological system to the point where we, I guess, are whatever it wants us to be. It's a it's a la- the la- laser pointer to the cat. Damn, it'll just start playing with us. That'd be fucked up. Already is. Fuck. Yeah, Our- that, that was the book. Um, Infinite Jest was basically a big, a big portion of that was about how as technology gets better, te- uh, entertainment will become so addictive that it's just going to start, like, sucking the soul out of people. And he called that in, like, 98. Yeah, man. Then he killed himself. But... Yeah. yeah, he called that nine, and he was watching like Rambo reruns on USA, and he's like, "Damn, this is pretty this is good, fucking incredible." He's like, "It's only going to get better," and he's like, "We're fucked." And then you know, Rambo got, Seven will destroy <laughs> humanity. <laughs> yeah. He called it though. He was like, "He's like, we're entertainment something." You just like, "Oh, this is great. Give me it. Give me it." But he's like, as technology increases, the entertainment's just kind of fucking gut people internally. Well, this is so. This is the sort of telescoping inward simulation hypothesis which, which is like because we as humans do want to simulate reality and and so our brains do that so that's the fantasy we imagine this or that daydreaming you picture something as some attempt to evade suffering yeah and then tv video games show up now i don't even have to imagine it books before that i can read and simulate a reality mm-hmm. then video games now I, i'm in a simulated reality, projecting my identity onto a character in that, then VR, now I'm literally yeah. surrounded by that reality. And then, because this is a trajectory, mm-hmm. then the idea is that, oh, well, if we're already on that trajectory, and people do have this thirst to escape default reality, e- you know, then, then it's, that, coming, it's, yeah. it's already happened. Yeah, fuck. So, so what we're in is actually the next phase that hasn't happened in this reality yet, but it did already happen, which is obviously, it's like that that story, uh, the lecture, everyone like puts shitty music to on YouTube of Alan Watts talking about like, if you are an omnipotent, omniscient, all-powerful being, mm-hmm. you create a bunch of shit, you make planets, you make various beings, you watch them evolve, you destroy them, you teach them, you hate them, you punish them, you eventually you get bored. And you're like, okay, what happens Ugh. if I become one of them and don't remember I'm God? And yeah. that's what we all are. So that's Alan Watts' spiritual mm-hmm. rendition of this. But the, the darker rendition is 
technology inevitably gets to a point where you can choose to exist in secondary realities that are non-different. You can't tell the difference between them and this reality. And as a natural human desire to evade suffering, you you go into one. Uh, initially, you would go into one remembering that you can go out whenever you want. But then you lose you, track. You lose a thread. You're, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Or you're just like, you know, I want to try the hardcore version of this and not remember at all that uh, I'm in the game because that you realize that's that's detracting from the excitement of the game. Like Grand Theft Auto is fun. And but you know it's not going to be I'd, as fun I'd as I'd if you press were that lit. button in one second to go to Grand Theft Auto World. I'd be like, "Yep, let's exactly." Do it right now. I don't want to remember that I I'm. Oh my god! I don't remember who I was. I don't remember that I was a human. I don't remember anything other than this is my character and whatever the memories of that character are implanted in in my character. And then boom, now you're living this alternate life that in because time is a construct anyway mm. you could be inside that reality theoretically and it seems like years and years and years and years when you've only been playing the game for a few seconds and so that's what we're in right now that that it's a it's a it's a we've chosen it yeah they'll it, figure out a way to do that to hit your brain and like distort your sense of time where it happens you know if you're like yeah well they, they, it was a a whole conversation about a new version of prison which is if we can distort the human mind to experience time at a slower rate, why not give someone a 100-year prison sentence and they experience it in two seconds and they come out of it and they still have their whole life, but they have you know, experienced the temporal punishment of prison. Um, and, That's and crazy. Crazy. You could have like Prisoner of Azbakistan or whatever fucking from Harry Potter. You could be in there for like a thousand. You can get a thousand year mental sentence. Exactly. A thousand year mental Ooh. sentence. Way cheaper because housing prisoners is expensive. Yeah. All you need to do is put them in like a lobby and just like two seconds later they, ah, they're screaming. Damn. And, and, and they're, and then that's the other sort of uh, hypothesis about human reality is that it's a prison we are that. We are those prisoners. The whole original sin thing mm-hmm. is we we were gods or godlike beings that fucked up to punish us. Oh, it they, sucks. they dropped us into the human incarnation as a form of rehabilitation. Like, okay, mm-hmm. no, now guess what? You can't put your dick in black holes. We've told you a million <laughs> times. You do that, it creates oh, ripples, it disrupts yeah, planets. Yeah. You're going human. You're going human for 50 incarnations this time. Uh, and that's what we're in. That's the situation. That's the darker version. Yeah. The more positive version is uh, that young godlings, they, yeah. they need to go to school. And so, you know, otherwise they become like horrible yeah. because they don't understand limitation. They, they take it all for granted. So remove from them their omniscient, all-powerful qualities force them into a limited situation where they have to contend with projections that are just yeah. fragments of their mind spread out around them. And at the moment that they find a way to no longer talk shit about Kathy at mm-hmm. Whole Foods, who's a bitch, and stop judging and realize I'm it's all me, then that's when you pop out of your initial like toddler phase of godness and remember oh right oh yeah yeah right yeah but you're not an asshole god you're like a, you're cool. gonna be more compassionate cool god yeah yeah fuck i hope it's that well so, i mean yeah who knows i love that shit though dude of like because people get people are so certain with all this stuff with like the uh, and i don't i don't want to make sure you're not i'm fine you're thanks good. for okay, thinking cool. about it. i'm good yeah I'm, okay good the uh 
lot of people love that. I, I've been like, I always battle materialists who are always kind of like, yeah, dude, you're just a physical, you're just a collection of physical processes. Your consciousness is just like a thing emanating off of that. It's inherently worthless. Yeah. And it's like, so if that's the case, I was talking to an owner of a comedy club this weekend about it. And he was like, this just makes me feel weird. I don't want to talk about this. But like, if my, if I'm a purely physical being with, you know, my brains, things are spinning, blah, blah, blah. That emanates consciousness. Why would then not the universe, a physical process, emanate a super consciousness at scale? Right. Like, why, why is that that weird to think about? Well, I tell people that all the time. Like, why is that that weird? If we produce consciousness, according to if I was like a materialist, physical guy, like we're just yeah. a bag of meat and water and that's all we are. Consciousness is like, why then why wouldn't like gigantic galaxy systems produce consciousness as well? Yes. That, so this is, in Buddhism, this is uh, the... This is the difference between relative reality, relative truth, or sort of um, the truth of what's happening right now, mm-hmm. which is you are a physical manifestation. There is stuff here. Uh, th- this is relative reality. So when that gets extreme, it becomes nihilism. So nihil—that's where all we're just like it's almost like. I read this, like, consciousness is basically like car exhaust, but for an exactly. advance, it's like, yeah, we are self-aware is almost a byproduct of the millions and billions of computations happening at every second in your brain. And Why are these guys trying to neg consciousness? I just want to understand. It's like, they're like these big prominent scientists trying to neg consciousness. Like, it's just this fucking shit. It's, it's like, stop, they're cool duding it. It's like, okay, dude. Well, it's unquantifiable. True. Like, so yeah, that's yeah. annoying. It thwarts you at every step of the way because, like, like, and in, in the all, all knowledge itself yeah. kind of it like has to deal with the fact that at the back end of all that that needs awareness it's depend knowledge is dependent on awareness and if and, and so by saying awareness itself is a accident you accidentally nullify that whatever it is that that you've come up with in the sense that anything produced from mental calculations is flawed inherently in that its origin point is a malfunction, a byproduct, an unquantifiable thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think there's probably something really exciting ab- about that for people. I mean, that's fucking cool. It's like, you know, it gives you a chance to rise above in this really great, you look, all these fucking robots thinking they're True. NPCs. The same, yeah, that yeah. new snobby fucking way. Of call, it's NPC, an NPC. Yeah. It's not even real. Main character's an NPC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some scientific version of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, but then on the other side of it, you get the comedy club owner's um, argument, which is is called uh, uh, absolute reality or eternalism when it gets in balance. So inter- eternalism, this is where to fix the problem uh, – you say there is some fundamental, eternal thing, a soul, a selfness, mm-hmm. a world soul, universe soul. This inevitably turns into a god. The god is this, like, you know, non-changing, I guess, mm-hmm. perfect being that knows what it's doing. Now you can bank on that. That's a relief. At so the very, sweet. On one side, you can sort of... Any shitty thing you've done in the world, you can be like, who gives a fuck? I'm just a goddamn robot that's, like, confused. Who cares? Everyone else is a robot. Did I hurt somebody? I hurt a robot. Oh, wah, wah. (laughs) Fucking. Did uh, I cheat on my robot wife? Whatever, dude. Uh, We're cyborgs. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. God damn, dude. The other side. Just tell their wives they cheated on them. Yeah, yeah. Rather than try to neg uh, everyone's consciousness. What are you going to fucking tell your wife that? You're going (laughs) to confuse her programming? Just stop. (laughs) 
stop with your <laughs> petty attempts to establish some morality or ethics or anything. You're just a, you're a robot. So, yeah, the, both sides of them are flawed in that on one of them, you, you, you've you attempted to deal with the problem of being temporary by annihilating everything. And I, for a lot of people, the motivation behind that is they think it'll end suffering. Oh, yeah. The other side, you're leaning into, well, you know, yeah, I'm an idiot, but something's in charge. And I'm going to lean into that thing mm-hmm. because that will save me. That thing will save me. Um, both of them are flawed, I think, but... Somewhere in between is where it's happening, which is like they're both happening at the same time. There's true, yeah. You know, and, and there's relative reality. This is real. Don't be a fucking asshole and suddenly like don't neg re- you, relative you, reality. You, you yeah. go to your ayahuasca retreat and cut up your fucking credit cards because you saw End of the Wild and blah blah. No, yeah. you're here. There's no way out. But yeah. then also like, um, don't su- don't 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 you you have to find the the place in between these two. And then that's where you start, at, le- at least from what I I like reading about. You that makes sense. Yeah, don't yeah. go too wild on the other stuff. Basically, like doomsday death cult of like, bro, yeah, wait till we die. It's gonna be so sweet. Yeah, oh. versus dudes being like, bro, none of this, this is all bullshit in your head. And, and you know what? As they say, opposites stand back to back. So both have this concept of heaven baked in. The nihilists' concept of heaven is what? Oh God, who drank the hemlock? Oh, uh, Socrates. Socrates. His yeah. apology is hilarious. Dude, that was the best. When he goes on, he's like, yeah, I'm right. You guys are so, you guys are fucking bitches, dude. If. And they told him, like, you don't have to drink it. He was like, I'm drinking it. I'm Slammed drinking the it. hemlock. He's like, no, you guys told me to drink the hemlock. I'm drinking the oh, hemlock. Oh, no. But don't get out of this. I'm going to drink it, and then I'm going to leave you with the most brutal roast. Yeah. That will, you will not just have to deal with, but historically, will, you will be roasted eternally after killing me. Yeah. And, but within that, apology is... If I drink this hemlock and I go into a, the deepest sleep where I have no awareness, then you have given me the greatest gift anyone could have given me, like an end to suffering. Thank you. So this is the, the, the nihilist, nihilist yeah. heaven is you die and you're off the fucking hook. It's over, baby. You, it doesn't matter. You are fucking Jeffrey yeah. Dahmer or if you are the Dolly fucking llama, it's the same destination just complete extinguishment of all suffering. Mwah, heaven. On the other side, you're maintaining some sentience, but then you're in, like, depending on your depiction of heaven, a place of, like, varying degrees of sense gratification. Yeah, true. You're no longer encumbered by your own mortality. You Getting big up at every turn. Everyone's like, oh, dude, you're a fucking man. Y- like, yeah, thanks, yeah. Thanks, dude. And so <laughs> these two fight, you know, because one, one is like, yeah, streets of gold. Really? You want to yeah. fucking walk down streets of gold? That was, how soon before that gets boring? You really <laughs> believe that shit? And the other side, they're like, you, met, you, 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 you're gonna, you're missing your chance for paradise. The devil has trapped you. Both of them are confabulating something that no one knows. Yeah, exactly. It's it, a mystery. That is intolerable. Yeah, true. That's where it's at. Because like that feeling of not knowing is just sand in the diaper of the human mind. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucked up, dude, really, especially as you get older. It's like when someone touches your belly button. Yeah. You have to fucking sit there. You don't know. That's the reality. That's the real reality. It's like, you just don't know. Yeah. And you have to deal with that. You you just have to sit and not knowing. 
It sucks. It sucks, it's, but it's like the cold dip. You go in it for the first yeah. few seconds, it sucks a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. It's not so bad. True. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it is good. It is, it's scarier to be like, I have this totally figured out. Here's the deal. And then you basically just attack anybody who disagrees. Really, like, yeah. you can't. If you disagree with me, you're spinning me out on a level that's fucked up. And that is fun. Yeah, true. Now you, can go to <laughs> war. Now you get to be at war to distract yourself. I do like that though, because it's like I like talking about this stuff because it is fun too. Because like people are just sitting at work, and all of a sudden they're just like they get taken to like the point of death beyond, and you just you're like, I'm gonna get so I'm gonna get to go to the bathroom. This is fucked up. Yeah. Because it is funny to be at your job and have to like confront your death and be like it non-exist. The idea of non-existence is what fucks people up. Oh yeah. And they're just like, oh well, and it, it fucks me up too. I mean, it's fucking crazy. It it well, I mean, it, because the, you're you're sort of I mean the the. Relative reality is really quite beautiful. I mean, you, we have all the, we have like new friendships, old mm-hmm. friendships. We have our kids and our wives and these beautiful lives, and it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful, and 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 there there's a kind of unbearable quality to that, and, and because it's unbearable and it's transient nature, um, when presented the reality that it, it won't last yeah you you don't you don't you don't you get confused and, and your love of life suddenly turns into a fear of death when really all you're experiencing is how much you love this place you love it so much that you hear about this stuff when you're at work and you have to go like take a shit Jerk off, think about yeah. your fucking sisters. Hard reset. That's a hard reset. Because right <laughs> dick, dick. they'll forget. They will in ten minutes. They'll be in traffic, just being like, "Fuck, this traffic sucks." Exactly. And you do. You're, well, that's the the book, the do, the denial of death. It's I think Ernest Becker. Oh, yeah. It's so fucking sick. And his idea was that like this thought of dying. You're like you're like a biologically attuned to it. Like if you're a baby in the crib, you leave a baby in the crib. It's as an organism being like, I'm dying. Yeah. I'm about to be left behind. And you, like your body's just equipped with the knowledge of you're a baby and you're by yourself. Instinctively, you're like, I'm dying. Yeah. Freak the fuck out. But you never get over that fear of death. And his whole argument is that societies at best can offer you a hero system where you can kind of enter in, fulfill like a heroic role. And then through the heroic role, you somehow in your head, you trick yourself into being like, I'm transcending death because I'll live on forever, X, Y, and Z. Mm. Then human beings are programmed biologically to never want to be second best either. So then you get into all this like weird, like symbol, symbolic uh, comparison where you're like, well, that guy has a Audi. I have a fucking whatever, a Fiat. And you start being like, and people get into these weird things. And you're supposed to somehow rise above it so hard that you're like, I live on forever as a hero. But once there's not enough heroic roles, then society starts to break down because everyone's getting like pummeled with the fear of death, fear of non-existence, feeling of smallness, and it just spins everyone out. And nobody can, everyone's hit with this. Nobody can get out of it. Well, you, you, there's a saying um, that you'll hear in the spiritual communities, which is uh, we carry death on our shoulder. So, um, or or, um, one version of it is love everyone, serve everyone, remember God, but but it also gets translated as love everyone, serve everyone, remember you're going to die. So that never for a second do you let that imminent reality escape your consciousness because if you do, then you miss out on really experiencing existence as it is. This mm-hmm. is why you always hear people who have survived cancer 
or people who haven't who are not going to survive cancer, they're like, I've never been happier. Mm-hmm. I'm so tuned in. I'm so like in the world now and so like happy because they're living in reality. They're not walking around in some like a mat with an imaginary force field. That and that in that book they call it your character armor. From a child, you deal with the pro like the problem of helplessness by creating this character that you then throw it's thrown into a hero system to like transcend your own death. The whole point of the guy's like, dude, don't do that. Don't Except do you're that. gonna die and think about it all the time. And, like and remember and remember the the thing is is like the con- the contemplation of death, it doesn't mean suddenly you're gonna be wearing black lipstick and and mm. that you're depressed. It actually is paradoxical in that that it really helps you appreciate life in such a grand way. It's the best. For stress, it's the best. I'll stress about stuff, and I'm like, yeah, but then I want to die. And I'm like, no, whatever. When our kids are having a tantrum, (laughs) I'm like, you you know you're going to fucking die, right, (laughs) Bubba? You know this isn't fucking permanent, right? You know he's probably statistically going to die first. (laughs) Old diabetes daddy here, Bubba. So I'm, so, but this is the, you know, there was a, they don't, I don't, I think they do it. Maybe they still do it in some forms of Buddhism. Theravadan Buddhism, I think the forest monks, I'm sorry, the Buddhists out there, I'm so confused, but they would sit a on, lot of them. They would sit on the edge of pits where bodies have been thrown and watch the bodies decompose over the, as a meditation. So you would sit and you would meditate watching the decomposition process to fully understand completely, inarguably, that because you also have a body that's you. Your face is going to puff. You're going to turn green. Your eyes are going to get all fucking puffed out. Oh. Birds will eat your flesh. You will. Could you pinch your nose? Could you sit there the whole time? <laughs> you are a pussy. <laughs> True. They would just watch people decompose. Yeah. Yeah. They would do Kinda that. Tight. It's liberation. It's like, don't. The moment that you like, uh, I'm, I'm not saying you can evade fear of death, but I think the most. Most people who are really terrified of death are the ones who haven't spent any time thinking about it. Yeah. The moment you really spend time thinking about it and you realize, I'm afraid to die because I love my life. And death, my version of death is, you don't even know, how could you know what that is? Yeah. You have no idea what the fuck that is. You're thinking about, uh, God, what was his name? Marcus Aurelius. He's got a great essay on it. Mm -hmm. It's a moment. Death is like one moment. Your life is full of moments. And then there's going to be this one moment, and that's the moment right before you croak. That's it. Yeah. It's one moment. You're worrying over one moment. And that moment is diluting every Every, fucking moment that you have with a shadow that doesn't need to be there. Let that moment be its own thing. It'll take care of itself. True. You know, Ram Dass would say dying is completely safe. Yeah. Most natural fucking thing there is. It is, dude. Yeah, that's what I always told my mom. My mom would always bug me out. She'd always, like when I was doing stand up. She's like, "You got to do something else." She's like, "What are you gonna do when you're sixty or 70? It's like I'll fucking die of thirst. I don't know. I'll just fucking I'll become a ward of the state. I don't know. Like I, I was like, I'm not. I'm not worried about that. Yeah, I want to try to do my best. And then she was, you know, eventually she chilled. But uh, she that's was not gonna hand- calm my mom down. I know. I'll be a ward of the state, <laughs> mama. They'll fucking feed me gruel in a yeah. shit house. That's what I would tell her. Like, what are you gonna do when you're eighty if you don't have any savings? I was like, I'll fucking die of thirst. I'll die destitute. First and of wretchedly, all, wretchedly, and she'd be like, we, "I hate when you talk like." Why this. would you say that? <laughs> Don't say that, you sweet, sweet mama. Yeah. They're so worried all the time. Moms are worried, and now yeah. you're a. You just got to tell them like, 
you know, you'll ki- tell them this is what I would say to comfort my mom. Mom, I'll kill myself. True, true. <laughs> I'll just blow my fucking brains out. Yeah, true. I'll end it all. Right. I'll end it all. Don't worry. If if you're still alive, you're not gonna have to pay from for me or whatever. <laughs> jump in front of a train. Fucking just... jump jump in front of a train. Yeah. Blow my brains out, jump off a building, mama. You'll be fine. <laughs> See how you comfort your mama, you bastard. <laughs> ward of the state. I'll be a ward of the state. She'd be so mad. What the, oh, you really should think about it. Think about it. Well, no, I mean, like, she'd be like, you, you, you'll you, see. Did that fuel your comedy a little bit? The fact that you, your parents resisted what you wanted to do? They were cool for the most part. Like, my dad was like, bro, do, do your thing, man. I don't care. But my mom would just get, like, worse. Especially when I was hitting, like, my 30s. And, you know, I was, like, I was just living, like, a weird, fucked up life. My mom would be like, you know, it's not too late. You could do X, Y, you could become a teacher, you do this. And I'd be like, all right, Ma, I'll think about it. And then I would, she would start hammering me, and that's when I started hitting her back. Like, bro, if I don't have any money on me, why the fuck would I worry? I mean, I obviously know there's a practical reason to worry about that. Sure. But back then, I'd be like, Mom, why the fuck would I worry about that? Yeah. I'm not going to worry about being having, like, a little bit more money when I'm 80. No. And I'm just going to be for robots it. by then anyway. Yeah. We, it's going to be... There, we're I banked probably, on that as well. I was like, bro, technology would be so good, Mom. They're going to double our lifespans anyway. And now, dude, look at that song you just showed. I played that song. I'm like, yo, I was right. Yeah. I'm see, fine. Ma, listen. I'll be fine. <laughs> listen to AI's song. making fucking incest music, Mama. I, I told you the world would get better. Dude, there was a book called Vert where the guy... It's a sci-fi book, and they, the guy was... They would, like suck these feathers and then that would take them to like a, it would take them into this artificial realm where they could have these different experiences the whole book's about it's pretty it's a cool book but it's about the guy the conflict is the dude loses his sister in this cyberspace but then they just slowly through the book reveal that he was fucking his sister for no reason at all Ugh. no reason they could have just been like his girlfriend it would have had the same exact effect why did they do that I don't know dude and it's, it's a great book but the whole time you'll be like great awesome great sci-fi and then it'll be like and then I was fucking my sister, and you're like, bro, God could you have just it. changed it? Why the fuck? I have no idea, dude. And, like, it's like an acclaimed book, but he still gets – if you read the reviews, everyone's like – and there was a little bit of lowbrow stuff about him fucking his sister. And it's, like, it's pretty graphic. I prefer highbrow <laughs> incest. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It's just such a sick book, but it, and they tried to make it a movie, but I, I just they probably couldn't get it through of him just bone, like, in and a field, a beautiful cha- field. You know, he's like, no. It wouldn't it's, change. It, I which, will not sell you the rights unless for sure he's <laughs> fucking his sister. In an English meadow. Is that you, where he fucked her? Yeah, it was in England. So it was like an, it was like an English cyberpunk book, and it was just him just like, the, the book's so good, but he just couldn't stop describing. But, and like he teases it out. It's like, yeah, this guy really likes his sister. And like as you get into it, it's like, and then we were in the same bed. It's like, oh, you did have an abusive father. I could see you guys like seeking refuge. And he's like, and then we kissed. And I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm like, yeah, maybe it's different in England. And then, like, he's talking about, like, inserting in a park. And you're like, bro. He went that far? Yes, dude. And it's just like, brother, come on, man. Dude. Yeah. That is crazy, man. You know, like, that genre of porn, incest porn. And you're, even though, like, it might have a, a kind of hotness to it, you just mm-hmm. think, like, man, they need to show, like, you can keep showing it, but you need to show these people Assuming this is real, 15 years later. <laughs> move You want to see him move in? I want to see him in th- therapy. I want to see them <laughs> fucking, like, deal, dealing with, like, all the... Wait, Thanksgiving's going to gonna be so fucking weird. Ruined my family and yeah. fucked everything up and destroyed everything. I can't think... I think about... I know... I think about my sister's tits. Yeah. they tasted. Yeah, dude. It'd be so awkward. Thanksgiving tits or tits tasted different <laughs> on be... Thanksgiving on... 
Thanksgiving, they tasted like more briny. But on, on Christmas, they had this tang that oh, wasn't there's, there. There's just a tension at the Thanksgiving table, and you're, finally you erupt. You're like, you never even fucking touch me anymore. Ah! Shut up. You're talking to your wife. You're like, shut up. This doesn't involve you. <laughs> talking to my sister. Oh, God. Yeah, you can't do it. It's just, it's just, it, there's, that's a good rule. I think about a lot of rules. I'm like, that's a good one. It's don't a really good rule. Fantastic rule. It's a fantastic rule. Don't, don't do it. Don't fuck your sister. Suck her dick. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> dude. Have fun, obviously. Have fun. I got to go to the doctor. Yeah, go to the doctor. Thank you so much. Dude, thanks for having me. What Appreciate a fun it. conversation, man. It was a blast. Thank, thank you so you. much, for real. You're the best. Thank you for having you me. Rule. Thank you, man. Everybody wants to kiss. Sister's hot dog It's what we have in common It's what cuts through the fog No more confusion Goodbye delusion So come on everybody Wherever you may be Confess you want Sister's dog, just as much as me. Open wide, shut your eyes, and let the flag of freedom fly. Let's all kneel together and smooch our sister. <laughs> that was awesome. That was so funny.